hamster with a blunt penknife would do it quicker. Hello and welcome to A Hamster with a Blunt Penknife, a commentary podcast for Doctor Who. Oh. My name is Craig Williams, I'm with Joe Ford, and we're going to look at The Mind of Evil Part 3 today. Is that, that right? Was, that was absolutely effortless. It's like you've been doing this for years. Yeah, well, I'm a teacher, I'm used to kind of like standing in front of like people and talking shit. <laughs> then you're perfect on this podcast, yeah. man. <laughs> That's all we do. Yeah. Do you know what? Can I tell you a story about a prison? Yeah, go on then. Well, when I was at 11 years... It doesn't, involve, it doesn't involve showers and some soap, does it? Oh, I wish it did. Actually, I've got some DVDs on my shelf. No, anyway. <laughs> um, no, when I was 11 years old, my dad went to prison. Um, right. He was put away for attempting to smuggle three quarters of a million pounds worth of heroin through Gatwick Airport. Um, it was part of, a, part of a chain. And I have to say, I did visit Lewis and Brixton Prison quite a mm-hmm. bit. You know, I had to go yeah. and see him at prison. And uh, they've captured it perfectly in this story. Really? A fucking grim. <laughs> I can smell the piss when I watch this. <laughs> I bet, it, yeah. They, they they did, did they look into kind of using a real prison, I think? They did, yeah. And the barrier said that nobody would. Yeah. But that, that, that if they did that, it probably would have been on film and it would have looked amazing. If they, yeah. I still I think it does. In fact, Barry oh, says, no, it, yeah, it does. It does. But you know, film, just, like, film just gives it a bit more prestige, prestige, doesn't it? Well, and we're going to see some film in this episode, which is incredible. Yes, yes. Is do. this the episode where they steal the missile? It is, isn't it? No. Is it not? Is no. that four? <laughs> yeah, yeah. This, but we get we get the doctor running around the uh, the prison car park in this one. Oh, what a... so, yeah. so they, they, there's there's some cowboys and engines, isn't it? Yeah. It's basically like Colony in Space, but done really stylishly. Yeah. And 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 Mela jumping onto the Bessie with the immortal line. Now let's get this heap inside. Oh, I, lo- I love that. So hot. Can you do that again? Now let's get this heap inside. <laughs> this is getting a bit sexy. We better start washing this thing. <laughs> okay. All right. right. So, oh, Hang on. You intro. So I've got to count it in. Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. I know. You're doing a me. <laughs> you haven't got the episode ready. I'm always doing that. Well, no. Um, It nearly played episode two again. So, yeah. Off oh, you go. No, I did that the other day. I did. I was yeah. completely the wrong episode. You know what I did? I did the whole commentary, and I just let them sort of lead me through it. I yeah. didn't tell them. <laughs> I was just taking cues from them going, oh, yeah, that bit's really great. You know? um, but I think I've got the right one here. In five, four. Three, two, one. Let's go. And we're off. Diddly dum, diddly. Isn't Bernard Lodge is a is a un underrated person in Doctor Who lore? I feel because he, he he did the first four title sequences, didn't he? Yes. But, yeah, but we always talk about directors and, and producers and writers, but never talk about because at the end of the day, this is what kind of stuck stuck in children's minds: yeah. the the music and the title sequences. Uh, real cliche about hiding behind the sofa when you hear the music yeah yeah that cliche is there for a reason because yeah. people did, you know how did we end i can't remember um, oh the, the 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 american got got uh scared by the pink dragon with lockjaw puff the magic dragon puff the, I think they about that. Puff the magic dragon lives by the sea well done well done you know, you should know. You probably can't sing that anymore now because it's called Puff. 
Have you ever been invited back to uh, a shadowy hotel room by an attractive Chinese girl? Uh, no, never. You have never. Been, yeah, <laughs> really haven't. And not only was he kind of taken back to a hotel room by by a rather attractive Chinese girl, quite a dolly, it turned into a, a it turned into a puff. He's got the best of both worlds. Enormous pink phallic and smoke. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Wait, where's the where's the bit? Yeah, it's advancing yeah. on him. The puff is advancing on him. Why but... pink? Why did they paint him pink? <laughs> which which was another revelation when it got restored to colour. Oh, oh, puff's pink. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, when the, this is when it turns round and you see the full thing. See the, oh the, yeah. wow! Don't shoot They're the gonna... dragon, Brigadier. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's wearing. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> And do you see the Chinese ambassador like oh! yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the background? Anyone else? Anyone else would have walked at the hotel room and gone, "What the kinky oh. stuff's going on in here?" Oh, right. <laughs> That's what I would think. She yeah. fell to the floor very gracefully. Mm, there, I know. You know, I'm too pretty. To yeah. <laughs> Actually, that's not a bad set, is it? I quite like that. But they then that kind of like background kind of like divider reminds me of like the one things we had in our garden and those the the walls we had. You really were living in a posh part of town, weren't you? <laughs> I, I I didn't live in Ford. No, no, I hear it's rough as houses. I live I lived in barns. Still do. I was from Crawley, for God's sakes. Oh. State of me, I know. Creepy Crawley. Well, unless I'm very much mistaken, it was the killer machine in Stagmore Prison. The the killer machine, if you ever sat on it. <laughs> oh, we can only. It's, it's a it's a pity he calls himself Keller because normally he gets a, it's either an anagram or it's the word master in a different language. Oh, yeah. So yeah, you should have if you. Oh, but then we, we if he's kind of like El Maestro or uh, Le Maitre or something in French or Spanish, at least we were spared the uh, Roger Delgado doing a doing an accent that he forgets to do halfway through the story, like he did in the Time Monster. <laughs> I I love the doctors like you know the conceit of the man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> didn't didn't you learn Spanish in your in that school of yours, Joe? <laughs> El Maestro is Spanish for master. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, you, you thick bitch. There's somebody who's trying to drive this world into war. <laughs> he can make a dramatic exclamation. Better I know, than but it's but it's, all, it's 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 the earnestness of Hurtley which I love. The the bit at the end of Colony in Space where that half inflated balloon monster comes out of a drawer. When Perry looks at it and calls it Sir, it, and it's it's done with a one. He goes, well, "Yeah, thank you, sir." You know what? It almost <laughs> makes it work. You know, it's, it's got the, it's got the little got the little legs and the and his little dress on. Um, but, anyway, but, 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 but because but because he believes it, we believe it. Yeah, it, it, that is the magic of this stuff. Yeah. Though. I mean, well, I believed he was talking Cantonese here. Pick something limb said it where well, he wasn't, but it's Alamar, Alamar Ping Lama. Ching Li, mm, mm. <laughs> and then he, and then he goes and then he goes just, just so we know what he's saying at home. But you know what, right? I've actually said to somebody before. Alamar, Alamar. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so embarrassing the things Doctor Who's made me do. The thing is, right? If he's waking Joe out of a of a hypnotic state, he will wake up Joe. You know. Yeah. Oh, here's Mela. Yep. Should have yeah, Harry should have been Regan, Mela. Doesn't he go in the cell, right? And then he just he just blows a kiss to Joe. He sort of goes, Ugh. Yeah. That that's kinda like the only kind of like 
part of that what could have happened yeah someone someone clearly said oh you know if this was real if, if this was gritty realism joe, joe would be getting kind of raped from all the prisoners so, well, let's address that by mailer going you know <laughs> He literally just caned him on the back of the head then. Yeah, yeah. Summers. No wonder he looked 50 when he was 30. I think, you know what, and people that hold guns, yeah, mm. it's all about the intent of how they do it. Yeah. As to whether I believe it or not. I, I believe feel him. like Mailer could sh- would shoot yeah, him yeah, yeah. in a heartbeat the way he holds the gun. I do, but, I do like I do like. Remember, remember Hindle at the end of episode one of Kinder? When he's got yeah, that yeah. gun in his hand, I'm like, yeah, you're never going to shoot anyone, mate. <laughs> I have the power of life and death over all of you. <laughs> oh, I love that. I I never knew if that was brilliant or awful. It was one of them things where you know, I finally I found mean, I, my I, match in the quotes. You know, it's amazing. Yeah. I I love Kinder. You're doing it. The minute it's I on at the minute, it, isn't it? Out, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I, I, oh, here we go. <laughs> I love I love Benton says. Don't tell me your problems. Get that moved. And I really want one of them going. The the problem is that it's not real. <laughs> It's a photographic blow-up yeah. on this <laughs> and, and that became more apparent when it was when it became colour as well. And in the black yeah, you, you could sort of tell in black and white, but in the colour it makes it even more obvious. You know oh, I do look The brigade the brigadier's knackered from laying on a Jeep. Oh, just sweet in a very strange way. Um I do like the trio of the Brigadier, Benton and Yates. I like the fact that there's continuity throughout the I year. like the idea of it rather than the realisation of it. I just think it feels very dad's army. It does, it does. Briggs army. And, and yeah. it didn't in series seven because you didn't have that. Yeah. But people it's say, oh, yeah, every, every, apart from Kate Stewart now, every time Unit comes back, it's someone different. But that's probably what it would be like. Kate bloody Stewart. Yeah. I know. I cannot go through one scene without saying, my <laughs> father, Brigadier Lethbridge Stewart, <laughs> defending this planet. It's because there's so little about her, you know. She's got a yeah, yeah. Time. She lived. She lived on a barge, um, in downtime or something, didn't she? Oh yeah, that was the old Beverly Crestman Kate Stewart, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you know what though? The best line in Power of the Doctor was when the Master went, "Your dad was an idiot." Yeah, it, it was kind of like <laughs> it was kind of a retort to all the times he kind of said, um, "My dad was Alistair Gordon Lethbridge Stewart. I'm yeah. his daughter." Yeah, five rounds, rapid. I, looks... I even do the same catchphrases as him. Fucking affronted she does, doesn't she? I'm sorry, but there's no way that I believe that she's the daughter of the Brigadier until she says, come now, Doctor. (laughs) (laughs) Or or refers to the TARDIS as his infernal contraption. When she does that, I believe it's his daughter. Or opens the door and goes, you know, I think that's Cromer out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think this is the last time we see um, Captain Chin Lee, which is a shame. She She just kind of delivers a lot of exposition and then Dickie's off. And you know what? I'm going to say it. She's not memorable because she's a woman, and she's not memorable because she's Chinese. She's memorable because she's a really good actress. Yeah, she is. She is. She is and it's she is. a good character. So yeah, it's a bit remiss for her to. Just... It's a bit nice. She gets this like sort of redemption in the fact that like she tells them all the evil plans before she disappears. Oh, here well, we go. Here we go. Got... Is, is the is the realization? Hmm. What's his line? Is it? We turns. Who else would drive this plan to the brink of war? The master, otherwise known as Emil Keller. <laughs> it's like is... he's here. Yeah, but that, but it would have been funnier if like he he had adopted like a name like like in the last story when he was Colonel Masters. Mm. So it was it was a it would have been funnier if he went. Who who else would drive this planet to war? The master, otherwise known as Colonel Masters. <laughs> but it but it it 
it begs the question though like if we look at this in terms of like you know t- the timeline how long ha- the master's been masquerading as Emil Keller for about two years I think it's it's or 18 months or something it says it at one point so then do we do we think that that amount of time has passed since Terror of the Autons or was he doing was he being Colonel Masters and Emil Keller at the same time I think that I think we as fans we we we, we can kind of we can we can kind of like take a long season between seasons. Like there's a lot of time has passed, but we can't do it like between stories in the same season, if you know what I mean. Yeah. But but I think I think it has been 18 months since Terry the Autons because the Doctor and Dora relationship is so grounded. I like the idea he's doing it all at the same time. He's got 15 plans on the go. I think, yeah, but the thing is, if you think that, then it kind of diminishes how like successful the master is well he's a bit shit isn't he he has to think of backup plans because he, he thinks this one's not going to work may i remind you of his line in castrovalva i had a plan behind that trap yeah yeah it would have been a joy to spring well that well then you know you're but then you know you're a bit shit then if you're not expecting your plans to work why did i never notice matthew waterhouse is stiffy in that scene i'm baffled <laughs> i mean that's just prime for me to notice and I've it, it, that a hundred times well, to be fair, Anthony only had to get on a hydraulic lift to look at it. So that's true. I love that bit where he gets on the lift. He goes, <laughs> and they don't put any dialogue or, or, or like dub or anything. It's just, it's just Matthew. It's just Anthony only going on the lift, going, and he's looking up at what I was going. <laughs> oh, dear. my! My favorite only uh, moment is um, in Trial of a Time Lord fourteen, where he's got a genuine treasure chest in his TARDIS, filled with, like, you know, gold cups and rubies and things, and he offers it a Savalon gate. He goes, yours, if you follow me orders. <laughs> it's great. So he, he lifts a lot, Anthony Amy, you know. He's kind of, oh, he's poor man's Delgado, and he's kind of, he doesn't, it, but no, it's, it's fun. That's, he's that's really not, yeah. Fun. I mean, I watched the new Five Doctors this week, and every time he's on the script, Chancellor yeah. Flavia. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they, they've shocked. <laughs> All he goes, it's an open-ended transmart beam, and he goes, "Ooh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's great." One of my predecessors. Yeah, these thunderbolts are everywhere. I've, I've been with fans, and we've caught that entire initial scene in the in the in the in the in the in the in the, in the council room. I mean, one thing I, I will I'm... say is we have just quoted a load of lines from the five doctors, and I don't think the dialogue—it's not functional here. It's good dialogue. Yeah. <laughs> it, I'm looking for Doctor Summers. Get that, get that zombie out of here! Oh, look at Joe. Bloody hell, hey Yeah, you see, like, it's, oh, yeah, she was really ditzy in her, in her first season. And then, like, you know, towards the end of you know, The Green Death, she's like a, a fully functioning scientist. There's their story arc. Well, no. Mm. Like, a, look, oh, that table go down. So, yeah, shoot the ceiling. Yeah, yeah. Don't mess with that, me, mate. <laughs> that, that, that guy at the back's um, Eric Mason. He was he was in Hot Fuzz as, um, as Billy Whitelaw's husband. He kind of oh, goes at um, Simon Pegg with a sword. He was still working then. Bless him. <laughs> I like it when she says to the fella, go on, get up. Now, the, the, the master is listening to King Crimson on his radio here, which is, for a prog fan like me, that's that's very nice. But I don't know if that was intentional, because King Crimson, the devil, you know. Didn't recognise it at all. It just sounded like evil music. Even. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's, it's, the piece, that piece of music is called The Devil's Triangle. Do you know, but it, choosing Dover Castle, that was so savvy, wasn't it? It looks like a prison. It does. And it's and it's unlike, you know, we're talking about the Androids of Tara, and Dover Castle is in Dover. Can I tell you something funny? Mark and I went away recently, right? And down the end of the road, I was going, oh my God, we look, we've got a castle right down the end of the road. And we didn't go there for the first night. And the second night, I was like, well, let's go down and have a look. And it was a prison. I was like, oh, shit, it's the mind of evil. Yeah. Is that, is that guy, is that van got a man strapped under it? 
I can only hope. <laughs> I, love the, I love it when the master comes in all smooth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Planning to take over. Yeah. yeah when this is all the, the unit scientific advisors on the way. Oh, I don't think we need to worry him. <laughs> <laughs> he does so much of it as well. In, do you remember in Frontier in Space when he comes yeah, in? Yeah, yeah, and he reads the charges. Up. You can't help but laugh, can you, or smile? Is I've got my I've got my equipment right here. <laughs> <laughs> but li listen, he's listening to prog music in the seventies. In in the in the in the noughties, he's listening to Scissors Sisters and and um, Voodoo Child. I mean, if you, that that's a character arc in itself. It's his camp yeah. face, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or oh, he's just being written by Rusty Davis at that point. Yeah. This is this is where he fires the bombs. Are going. No. I love this scene, and we think Mailer's gonna like crack one on him and then he's yeah, like yeah he just gets oh, his hand i've got these bombs here for you he, yeah roger delgado's the the anti-richard franklin when it comes to showing force and he's the only person <laughs> that can make mailer seem weak yeah yeah absolutely he, i mean he, by all accounts roger delgado was a, was a lovely man and he just didn't he didn't have the he, but he had an evil face you know what's very odd in retrospect is that I could grief. Who plays Mailer? Uh, William Marlowe. Marlow. He's Mar married to Corporal Bell in real life, you know. No, no, but he does marry Roger Delgado's wife, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, he does. That's. I mean, imagine Kismet watching this back. <laughs> <laughs> I've had him. I've had him. <laughs> oh, I've had that. Prop. I've had that. <laughs> <laughs> oh Christ! Yeah. Oh, we have some great action here now. Yeah, Just, yeah. I'm going to be so excited to come back from four to six with all that action in episode four. I know. The 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 master said um to um to Miller let, let let let's create havoc. I don't know if that's an in joke or not. <laughs> it should have been possibly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, can I let you into a little secret? Yeah. I didn't get the chroma joke until about last week. No, I, no, it took me a long time as well. <laughs> yeah. I know. Oh, really? So I'm finished. I'm finishing here now. Open up. And then they've got bloody gas masks on. <laughs> what do you think about this electronic music in eight? Well, like I said, I, I wish I, in my head those sounds are actually the bombs. <laughs> <laughs> it's, that's, not, that's not incidental music. That's that's special. That's Dick Mills. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, as incidental music, though, it's crap. Yeah, he can turn it off with a click of the fingers, and he can yeah, turn yeah, it yeah. off with a bomb. Yeah, Roger Delgado, the only man who could control Dudley Simpson. Nah, nah, too synthy. <laughs> he goes through, he goes through his different eras, doesn't he, Dudley? He starts off quite orchestral, then he goes in. He, he, he obviously gets a synthesizer, yeah. and, and he does the. And then he go, then he goes orchestral again. Oh, hang on, I'm trying to think of what's his second orchestral phase. So you saw that sort of seventies. Yeah, like, like 70s. Where, where all where it all sounds the same, but then he'll suddenly have a moment of inspiration, like City of Death. Yeah. Because he's, I think his first one was Planet of Giants, which is quite like jaunty. But then he, then he comes to like Underwater Menace, and he's kind of like he's just he's opened his new that Christmas presents like. <laughs> and then we get to like this, and he sees of death. He's going crazy. Dun 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 dun. I love it. Yeah, I love the seeds of death. When the when the titles are on. Oh yeah. Oh, I love I love this. And now, Doctor, I'm ready for you. That's um, that's Doctor Who. No, the funniest bit is in a minute where he goes, "Don't point that thing at me, man! It could go off." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that we so funny by being so serious? <laughs> that is it, a skill. That makes it funnier. Yeah, 
it's you're right. It's the earnestness. It's mm. <laughs> <him> funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh. The sheer conceit. Of yeah, just watch, just but watch him in like in the last episode of Colin Space where he's talking to the Guardian, the the half inflated uh, monster with, with in a skirt. You, you just well, believe yeah. you believe it all. When he's confronted with Alpha Centauri, and you know, hello, yeah, yeah. he sort yeah, of bows, yeah. doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it, this handheld yeah. camera work. Yeah. Now let's get this heap inside. Yes, don't put that thing at me, man. I'm here on official business. Yeah. <laughs> I've come to sort out the trouble. That's right, mate. Yeah. You're, and you're in it. <laughs> now let's get this heap inside. I've said that. I should. That's my catchphrase now, isn't it? Let's get this heap yeah. inside. <laughs> You do it well, though. Oh, man. They'll go oh, yeah, this the swivel chair. He's, he's doing this on... I love how he's doing this on purpose, just to kind of lord it over him. And Pope just goes, yes, I thought so. Funniest thing, having yeah, the, 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 yeah, he swivels around. And yeah. the master as the governor. <laughs> oh, that's great. But, and now, but then, like, you, you dismiss... They just chat like old mates. So how, how's things going, you know? Oh, I've taken over the prison. <laughs> that, that's the beauty of it. It's not like, I will stop you, master. No, it's, can uh, I sit down? It's, it's like, yeah, can I sit right going well? <laughs> How's the riot going? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, where's Miss Grant? Yeah, yeah. Reclining in one yeah. of our best cells. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. I love it when he gets serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know it's that bit in, um, in the Demons where he says to the fella, I've got nothing to lose now, so you better watch it. He means it. We're we're about to get to um a bit where Roger Delgado kind of slips on his arse on a on a puddle of water. Yes. Which I'm sure which I'm sure wasn't meant Barry to Barry Letts up. actually talks about that on the commentary and he says, you know, oh, I'm glad we left that in because well, things yeah. happen in real life, you know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> not life is not perfectly choreographed. Do you think do you think we've got a bit of a revisionist look at Barry Letts now? He's got this kind of like affable old old uncle type of character. Oh, bless him, bless Barry. But oh, but but when I was reading about Tim Coombe and the way he was treated, I'm just thinking, oh, Barry, you bastard. My other half says about Barry Letts. Uh, he loves Barry Letts, right? Yeah. Um, he says it's because he he does talk good sense and yeah. like yeah, I think Tim can, Tim Coombe was treated badly, but he overspent ridiculously. So yeah, t- yeah. in terms of like a job. He didn't do his job well. No, <laughs> he went over budget. But 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 it looks brilliant. It looks great. Yeah. And there is a part. I mean, you know, we're, again, at the end, of it, we're all human. You know, and Barry Letts was a director, and this yeah. does look a lot better than you know Terry yeah. Orton. And, <laughs> and, and, and 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 you just think, mm, yeah. was it really because they always spend, or was it just a bit jealous? What I mean, let go over. The other thing he does say though is that he thinks the direction of this is amazing. Yeah. We should have. You should, you should, you should, you should, you yeah. Spend, spend. Come on, you, you can be back next year. Well, he should have brought back Ferguson again. I think after. I, don't, I, I, I think he. I think that was a choice of Michael Ferguson's. I don't think he did. Oh, I think okay. he felt he'd done his like two and moved oh, on to other stuff. Now, now we're in Sweeney. Look at this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably Roy Scammell on the uh, Bam, on the battlements. Bam. I mean, I think boys love this sort of thing, don't they? Oh, I'm being very sexist now. Boys and girls love this sort of thing. No, actually, I've been listening to a podcast where her husband and wife watched Doctor Who, and she was she just switches off during the action sequences in the Pertwee era, and she loves the yeah. she loves the era, but she's yearning for the Master and Doctor to be re- revealed as brothers or something. Uh, I only happened once, didn't it? So, Planet yeah. of Fun. What do you do? Would you do that to your own? First, well, well, it's, it's clearly going to be like own race or 
<laughs> Would you do that to one of your own? Everyone like that's brother. Oh, look at him banging on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, so it doesn't, so it doesn't fall just over. Don't make it wobble. It's, right. it's like Adric. It's like Adric with the uh, the typewriter in Earthshock. This I thought is you, I thought you, cliffhanger. I thought you'd make for the greenhouse doctor. <laughs> look, look at him with a gun. Now I believe he's shooting him. It's a fantastic cliffhanger, but it's the same cliffhanger as episode one, and I think it's the same cliffhanger as episode four. Yeah, and five, I think it's the same well, cliffhanger every, nearly every time. There is something about the way Pert, we going on here. Yeah. Watch, watch how how he's restrained, restrained like in a really sort of violent way. Oh, he does, yeah. But he only he only restrains him so he doesn't do the karate chop through the fire again. I don't know if we'd have a, a scene like this now nah. in Doctor Who. Nah. No, with someone pointing a rifle in his face. Well, the doctor, the doctor's being tortured essentially whilst he's being handcuffed, and, he, and he's being, oh, and, he's being hey. rem, and he's being reminded of the web planet, the poor bastard. <laughs> Torture for anyone. Oh, yes, I know. <laughs> remember, again, I'll remember see... Votan, my dear doctor. <laughs> Every now and again, I see a wave of black and white where the dots haven't quite. Yeah, I saw. I noticed that as well. Yeah, and and as well when it got like colorized, you could see the enemies a lot better. Mm. When it was still in black and white, it was still a bit blurry. You're like, what's that? Is that yeah? What is, is that? It? A Cyberman, you know. Whereas now <laughs> you can play. Yeah, yeah. Quillian. Right. I think. Right. It's not Quillian. Can you remember how the when the doctor landed in the rescue he said he's been to this planet before? So there, there's there was an un, there was an unseen adventure on on the planet. What's it called? Dildo or something? Yes, yeah, right. Um, and he said, "Oh, we had an adventure here before. I'm we're back here again. How lovely!" Clearly, the person we see is not Kukulian, but someone in the same sort of outfit from that adventure rather than the rescue. That that that's winning. Oh, I can't ex- I can't explain the war machines and the Zabi though. Uh, no. <laughs> no. No, that's the last time he saw Dodo. That's why the war machines haunted him. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it should have just been her coming at him. <laughs> I love how you can just see the little brain in, in the glass jar there. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, I love it when you see that later and it sort of just sort of bubbles. It's pulled in there, there. It's just like a it's just like a turd, isn't it? Yeah. Now here's a question I think we need to kind of like ask the big guns, like Big Null and, and David oh. Brunt. Who does the Dalek voices in this in this story? Oh, I don't know. We need to they're ask. Not, they're, they're, not quite, Rymel, they're not quite we? right. Yeah, yeah. He'll know. Uh, okay, well, we'll like, tweet when this episode goes yeah, out. Oh, there's a Zarbi. There's you know a Slar. You know what that'll mean? They'll do yeah, a whole but... episode about this. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Documentation shows that in 1971. <laughs> oh, great. I, like, I, I always like how the Master's credited before the Companions. Well, of course. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Benton, I shared a credit with Richard, of course. You know, I'm gonna take a punt and say I think this episode, this story started strong and it's getting better. Yeah, yeah. Or oh, Christopher Cole, there he is in, in, in lights. <laughs> Are you sure it's not Christopher Cole? It's a C U M on there. Okay, Christopher Christopher Cole is um is Phipps in Caesar Death. <gasps> oh, of and, course. And, and in, the, in the in the mutants, and he's he was Mavis's long term lover in in Corrie. Was he? Yeah, he played a character called Victor. Pe- there was always like a Victor and Derek thing going on in this in the eighties. With I was going to say, I swore that was Derek. Yeah, yeah. Tim Coombe. <laughs> you know what we did the last one talking about adverts. Now we're talking about car- you get everything on this commentary, folks. Okay, are you ready for another question? Fire them at me. I will. <laughs> um, okay, here we go. Fraser Gregory asks. Never heard of him. 
Snog Mar- no, I've got to do the accent. Snog Mary scared to death with an unconvincing dragon. Mm. Benton Bell Brig. Um, I'd snog Bell after telling her to lay on a jeep. I'd <laughs> marry I'd marry the Brig because he's always at Unit HQ, so I've asked myself all the time. Okay. Um, and I'd I'd let the um the plastic monster terrorize John Levine. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you? Um, uh, well, snog the brig, obviously, straight away. And I'd definitely get him on a Jeep. Um, I'd marry Corporal Bell because she pulls the curtains across with such grace. Yes. And uh, yeah, Benton. I mean, are, I'd you, like... are you saying that you'd marry Corporal Bell for her curtains? Yes. <laughs> I have been there yet. Oh, sorry. I shouldn't say that on. <laughs> Only once, and it gave me nightmares. Um, Jack Coyer asks, mm-hmm. what would the greatest fears of the other masters and doctors be oh what a great question. um well, oh well i think a bit like me i think tom bakers would be an empty bar yeah. um william uh, hart uh, william hartnell uh to quote river song um attending a, a, a gay gypsy bar mitzvah allegedly i mean davison is davison is having adventures with adric tegan and nessa so he's living his night yeah 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 the fifth doctor, if we took at the fifth doctor rather than the actor, it would be a, a personality. Um <laughs> Troughton, Troughton, what what would his worst fear be? A what a lawyer a lawyer who works in bigamy? Yeah. Um yeah, another, another positive pregnancy test. Um <laughs> Baker, Colin, an empty oh, fridge. Crikey. I don't an know. Empty fridge. <laughs> oh, you are vicious. Oh, Mc- McCoy acting lessons. <laughs> Um, it, it's funny if you do the actors around the characters. I, 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 <laughs> what what would the Troughton Doctor's worst fear be? I don't know. Location work. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He never does location work. <laughs> <sighs> oh, okay. I don't. Well, I don't do all that running around in the afternoon. What about the masters? Uh, the 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 master and deadly assassin, a pizza oven. Um, Ian Lee's a uh, serious story where he can't camp it up. Um, Missy. I don't know. No, I can't think of a Missy either. Man, well, the, the John the John Sims fear is, is again, it's the Doctor. Actually, quick. I know what I know what Missy's worst fear would be. Um, the thought of turning good. Because she re- she really struggles with that, doesn't she? At the, at the end, the thought of that. Um. I don't know. We don't mention Sasha Dewan because I get too <laughs> hot and bothered. So, <laughs> do you think? Do you well, think he comes after Missy or before? Uh, after, yeah. A lot of people. A lot of people think. Well, hang on, Missy. Missy turned good, and, and now he, now he's evil again. Time Lords change personalities with every generation. It, it is possible that he could be evil again. He's you know, on the, the, the behind the sofa for this, and he's watching Roger Delgado. And he's so impressed, and he's going. Oh yeah, yeah. He goes, I really sort of brought so yeah. much energy. He goes, I need. Why, 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 why couldn't I have scripts like that? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, he goes. I just wish I could. I could be a bit more still. And then he did Rasputin after this. You know, Power of the Doctor, and yeah. you see him doing that sort of still intensity, and you're like, before yeah. he break, before he breaks into his disco act. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love that bit with the Dalek and the Sidemen looking. Yeah. At each other. Fabulous. Right. I'm going to save some questions, but I'm going to ask one more without this episode. And that is coming from David GP. 
who's a recent Hanster uh, contributor. Yeah, I follow him. Does the colour recovery work for you? It's ingenious work, but I find it can take me out of the story. It's just a bit too distracting at times. Yes, because we're Doctor Who fans. <laughs> if, if it, 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 I mean, I cannot understand how people, you know, they're not we, as they're called, can, can't tell the difference between film and VT. Whereas I think to anybody else, they'd watch The Mind of Evil and think nothing of the colour. They just think it's colour TV. But we, we, we know. You know, we, we can't handle that. Toby it's says a, it. I know it, those people that say this thing about saying to their mothers, yeah, that's film, that's video, that's film. Yeah. Go and yeah. have your tea. But it is and, true. And, I and, genuinely and this is interesting. This is, this, this is actually VT, but it's on location. Well, they would normally do <laughs> film, you know. <laughs> All right, love. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the theatre in Talons, that was, that was location, you know, but it was done on VT, so it makes you think that it's uh, the studio. The studio. <laughs> She's probably like, oh, at least he's not shooing it up in a warehouse, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's... Yeah, no, that, that, that was my, my excuse. You know. Would you do me a favour, please, but while we're out episode three, because we've been learning yeah. a bit about, you know, the North-South divide. Yeah, um, yeah. So would you just educate me, please, on just one phrase that perhaps I would not have heard? How do we earn bollocks? Slow that down. How do we earn bollocks? How do we earn, how do we earn bollocks? <laughs> what? It just don't be daft. How do we earn bollocks, man? Okay, I'm going to try and use them that one. How do we earn bollocks? <laughs> it just doesn't sound right, does it? Oh, well, no, or it, or sometimes like saying like just normal words, but in a different way. You know, it, it, I'm just jealous. You, you guys, I'm, I'm gannon, I'm gannon, I'm gannon to bed or whatever. I, I whatever, I whatever, I whatever. Yeah. whatever. No, the one thing I hear all the time is use. Yeah, or what? you is use. Yeah, yeah, use. Yeah. Work we say a lot. I'm talking. I'm, I'm talking. I'm talking to you. I'm. 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 I'm, dr- I'm drinking my cup of tea. You know. I'm drinking my coke or whatever. You know. Yeah. It's. It's Which strange, and it, it just it just bleeds out like osmosis and kind of takes over the whole northeast. You know, we take the piss. We're just jealous because it's a nicer accent than what we've got. It's more distinctive. It's got a bit more personality to it. I suppose so. But you, you know, you might think different. I mean, I, I don't really think anything of it. But I'm on the outside. I'm on the inside voice. looking out, though. Can you hear this? Yeah. Yeah. I'm Lovely. stuck with this. Yeah. <laughs> well, look, thank you for the first three episodes of The Mind of Evil. That was oh, it's been it's been a pleasure, Joe. Wonderful. It really uh, has. We'll reconvene very shortly. For although no one else will know that because I'll put them all out in one week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> thank the, you. The, the magic of podcasting. Uh, no. Seamless. Magic, Seamless. Friend. It's like going from film to VT. You, you wouldn't know that, but they filmed these, they, they recorded these on different nights. <laughs> yeah. A bit of behind the scenes there. Yeah. I, th- I think well, I've managed to, to um, say all my notes. If you, if you read, if you read these back, it, it's so random. Swivel chair, water accidental. Who voices Daleks? Coquillian? No, keep them, all right. They could all be the, all the, all the, all the, there was something I didn't say. It's when, when, when Pertwee kind of like, um, when he comes back to the prison, he complains about the security. Passes, television, ugh, it's a prison. You know. <laughs> yeah, I think. Yeah, Barnum, possible paedophile. Oh, good grief. Yeah, well, you did get that one in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't on, don't get don't give him your dairy box, Joe. He's a nonce. <laughs> okay, I'll cut it there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>